0: Hey, Mostly Soccer Podcast listener, if you like the show, don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 59th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 24th at 8.08 p.m. sharp, a late show. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I am here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy Double Take. Jimmy Double Take. Because we're dropping two podcasts in a week again. Ooh, I know. I thought you'd be be Jimmy Eggs. Jimmy Eggs. Oh, (laughs) no.
1: Oh, no. We're going to jump right into it, huh? That's
0: what I'm going to do on this podcast today. For anyone who's seen that Eric Cantona video, I'm going to squash you. Like, that man squashed the egg I, in Eric Cantona's Instagram video. In all of our debates, Jimmy, you're going to be the egg, and I am going to be the penis. <laughs> and right for anyone for who hasn't seen yeah, that video, that... what an insane beginning to this show. Yeah.
1: Please look that video up.
0: You know what? If, if you're a child or below the age of 18, don't, don't look, look that don't video look up. Don't look that
1: video up. But uh, baffling behavior
0: from you know Cantona. What? I appreciate it.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I love the... Uh, the intensity of it is my favorite part. Yes. It's just a full stare into the face. Then he brings up the iPad. Might <laughs> have been a the, Sam- video.
0: the only thing that could have made that creepier is if it was like a Samsung Galaxy tablet. <laughs> this guy's a goddamn freak. It was a Surface Pro. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> zooms in like the coach on the sideline. That's all it was. It was a it was a Surface Pro ad. Microsoft Surface Pro.
1: Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how they wanted to sell the products. Yep. Like we we need to move more pros. <laughs> I have the perfect idea.
0: <laughs> so, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it's basically—I won't get too into detail—but it's a short video. Eric Cantona. It pans on his face
1: directly into the camera,
0: like the creepiest stare that you could ever see, dead straight face, not trying to be funny. Pans down to this video of a man squashing an egg in dramatic fashion. Yeah, that's. And then it way to point. pans back up to his face, just straight face. <laughs> Eric Cantona, dumb freak. Dumb Only freak. way that I can describe Living this. Living
1: legend. In many ways
0: I guess so A Manchester United And internet legend now
1: Yes (laughs) But I guess
0: we should move on Um, We have a lot to talk about today Jimmy And before we get into the soccer I know you wanted To talk about this Pop culture Video The Earth video From Little Dicky I don't know why You wanted Uh, to talk about it I just
1: wanted I had to ask your take So this is another thing We're dropping all things We're giving people Homework assignments today Oh we are You have to watch The Cantona video You have to watch The Little Dicky Earth video
0: a lot of the dick is the, <laughs> it's a is the main a common three. Theme. I guess this is,
1: we know what the name of this episode is. Oh, be. no, 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 we can't. <laughs> but um, if you haven't seen this video, it is uh, baffling, to say the least. It's animated, full mm-hmm. of all animals, just sharing our love and our, uh, our joy for being members of the earth.
0: Yeah, a strange. And a lot of star power in that. Yeah, video.
1: a lot of star power. Very uh, impressive, a little Dicky, to bring these people out yeah. and for a good cause. Yeah, we got to save the Earth, Michael.
0: Happy Earth Week.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to bring it up. It was Earth Day yesterday, or Monday, and we need to. Uh, we got to save the Earth, people. All right.
0: Jimmy wants us to save the planet. Get a hydro flask. That's a good step. That's Stop a good using step. Using plastic,
1: and we bring hydroflask up a lot on this podcast. We are big fans. And
0: I'm kind of pissed that they're not paying us for it. Yeah. Um. So we had a, a debate via text today that I really wanted to bring up, Jimmy, before we get into yes. the soccer. This, um, is,
1: this was a full Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith, and their prime debate. It
0: really was. And what I want to do is go ahead and read through these texts.
1: I, see, I, I have an issue with the read through the text
0: Because you said some of the dumbest know, shit I've ever seen. You I have no I, I, I am
1: a... A dramatic
0: person. You're a fool.
1: No, I I I go all in. You're a court gesture. No, I go all in. When I say something, <laughs> I, uh, I'll i die on that fence.
0: Yeah, and it's stupid. Even when you know something is stupid, you'll do it's that. It's not stupid. Okay, so let's uh, give some context. I bought tickets to the liverpool uh, Sevilla game mm-hmm. at Fenway Park. Going to be a great time. Second row seats. Mm-hmm. So I text Jimmy because, of course, I, I buy my friend Jimmy a ticket. Well, I didn't. First of all, in my defense, I mean, you did should. not
1: know you bought me a ticket, and I said, "I don't know if I'm going." I didn't know you had bought a ticket. Mm-hmm. Again, I will. I'll give you the money and go. I only my well, hesitation. Now it's not offered
0: to you right now.
1: I thought it was still offered to me. Well, it's all right, I've been
0: jumped. Well, but my point was this:
1: it. I saw Liverpool a couple of years ago. I believe you were with me. Yeah, we but saw them in Fenway. You're not going to see Rome. them
0: after they win the Champions League and the Premier League. Uh, hmm.
1: I'm not even going to entertain <laughs> that thought but you're not going to see them either because the probably the most high profile player you'll see in that game is James Milner. There is wow. zero chance any of their stars play in that game they if you ask me. I uh, just it'll
0: be close to the end of the preseason so we could see someone.
1: Maybe. I just feel like especially if they do make it to the Champions League final and like the extended rest they may give players so I'm a little plus I feel like dirty to go see Liverpool okay. twice and not have a chance Sevilla. to see City first. Wrote for Sevilla. Wrote for Sevilla. Root for Sounds Sevilla. like a movie. Yeah, <laughs>
0: for Sevilla. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, so it all started with that. And then.
1: In my desire to not go to that game yeah. and go to the Benfica AC Milan.
0: Benfica, Benfica. versus AC Milan at Gillette. So Jimmy said, Would you go to the Benfica game? I said, I guess. Who are they playing? He said, Milan. I said, Yikes, I'd go. And he said, Milan's good, and this is where it all started. So I said, are they, though? And then Jimmy responds, much better than Sevilla, which is bold. And I said, that's a stretch. He replies, not at all. Milan are on base for Champions League. Sevilla aren't even making the Europa League, which obviously you did zero research. I did not Sevilla, Sevilla in, in sixth. Europa League.
1: They're in sixth. That sixth does not make the Europa yes, League. Yes, it does. I don't believe it does. Yes, it I believe does. only fifth does. No. Is it fifth six? No.
0: Yes, it's fifth six. Okay. And so they're, they're also in six barely. Off. They're two points off the Champions League.
1: They're not making Champions League. They stink. Okay. okay. They stink. Sevilla stink. See, this stink. is what
0: I'm talking about. You have no basis. I'm
1: not. They stink. I've seen them play. They stink.
0: So uh, I said, AC Milan has four Sevilla. more points on the season. Beautiful
1: city, shitty team.
0: <laughs> AC Milan has four more points on the season, and they play in a much worse league. So Jimmy said, Fall Syria is a better league, if you ask me. I said, Sevilla are in the Europa League as it stands there, two points off the Champions League. He said, outside the big three in Spain, the league sucks. Yep. Ridiculous. So I say, who's good in Syria? You say, Syria is on the come-up.
1: It is on the come-up. <laughs> that is <laughs> so true. What are you talking it is on about? The come up. It's on the come-up. It's on the come-up. It's, come it's on the decline. It's no. been on the decline no, it's, it's since reversed. the olden days. It's changed. Mm-hmm. It is on the come-up. They, br- they have money coming back into the league. They are bringing better players uh, back know. to the boot. I believe in Serie A. I stand by it. And let me... Give me... This is my chance. I'm stepping in now. I'm gonna... Now it's my turn to talk. I believe... When I say a better league... I base that on... From top to bottom... How competitive is that league? That's my basis. That is the reason I believe... The Premier League is the best league. And the reason I believe... The Bundesliga is the second best league. Because... Any team... No matter where they are... Except Huddersfield... Could be any other team... In those leagues. When I look at Spain... After the top three, maybe even you'll say top five if you want to give Sevilla and occasionally Valencia Mm -hmm. uh, a shout. Those teams after that are bad in Spain. I watch them play and get picked apart and just demolished in so many games. I, I really don't rate the league. I think it's a very technical league. There's a lot of good young players, and it gives players a chance to develop. But in general, those teams are bad teams. When you watch them play... They're not. They're just bad, in my opinion. And whereas in Syria, every a lot of the games are competitive. You've even yeah, seen Juventus lose to teams near the bottom of the table. Yeah, Real Madrid was to losing
0: to teams all the time this That's year at the bottom of the table. Madrid's Barcelona, who's year. going to run away with the league? They have run away with the league. Basically, they've lost to the teams near the bottom of the table. They've drawn teams at the in, bottom of the in table. In my
1: opinion, it is a more competitive league. I think right now. La Liga's on the decline And Serie is on the come up How That's would you say belief.
0: That they're on the decline It's my belief Well let me continue With this So You say Serie is on the come up I said Juventus has won Eight years in a row So that is a great sign Of a non-competitive league That no. the same person The same team Wins the league no. Every single year For eight years in a row
1: That competitive in terms of who wins the league. That I'm talking competitive top to bottom.
0: So when you say that, because
1: outside of Juventus and finishing number one, mm -hmm. who's finished two through four has changed every single year in Syria.
0: I guess. Whereas in Spain, it's the top
1: three exactly the same, and usually Valencia, Sevilla, and fourth, and that's been the same for so ten years.
0: So then you should think that the Championship in England is the best league in the world. Oh, I love the Championship, the greatest league in history. You don't fucking watch the Championship. (laughs) So if you want competitive, every team can beat. Everyone, then you should think that the championship is the best league in the world, shouldn't you, Jimmy? No. Yes. No. I <laughs> yeah. refuse. All right. I refuse to agree with you. Okay. So you say Juventus, Roma, Napoli, Inter, AC Milan, all good. I said horrible league, which is which is mean. It was in the see, heat of the see, moment.
1: See exactly. You're going too far now. No. Well, that see? was.
0: But I said you're right, Jimmy. La Liga is worse. Three-time defending Champions League champions, Real Madrid, last year's Europa League winners, and Atletico Madrid, you're Barcelona. My point. Sevilla, who have won the Europa League multiple times. I said Serie A is trash. They have no teams left in Europe. No,
1: it's won it multiple times. doesn't affect them now.
0: But they're still good.
1: Well, I can tell you AC Milan's won the... How many fucking Champions Leagues? But they're not great right now. I'm just saying, how many years ago was this? Let's not live on the past. this is very recent. I'm just saying, yeah, but Sevilla have gone on the decline since Monchi has left. I don't know. Just facts. (laughs) I guess. I mean, realistically, how many players on Sevilla can you really name? Outside I of Eva Benega.
0: It's the only 83 that you can get in FIFA um, for a fair price. Uh, that guy Vasquez. <laughs> fair
1: price. A, <laughs>
0: Benega is a, is a fair priced 83 if anyone needs one. And he's an Argentine midfielder, so that's helpful. Um, I mean, Quincy Promise is on there. Ben Yetter, the ultimate FIFA fuck. Uh, he's there. I mean, they're a decent side. A great FIFA team. Yeah. Um, I just,
1: I, I don't, it, it's, but my I don't,
0: opinion. basically, I, I don't have to go through the rest of these. No, I'm not asking
1: you to name the players, but, or, or go to the text. My thing is just this I find I'd rather watch a Serie A game than a La Liga game.
0: But I don't know that's understand my point. Because I, I
1: feel like it, it's, I have a better chance to see a competitive game. It's just my opinion.
0: And I think you're wrong because the same team wouldn't win every year if the league was competitive.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm saying competitive top to bottom it's All a different right. thing.
0: I, I think if we looked into it that we would find that more bottom of the table teams are beating top of the table teams in La Liga than they are in Syria.
1: It's debatable. I, I don't know. I just that's how I feel. I believe Syria is on the climb. I believe they're regaining they I don't know. No
0: one no one's really doing anything there.
1: There's a lot My thing is this When I look at the teams in Syria I look at Napoli I look at Even Roma Who's a little bit on the decline I think a lot of teams
0: in Spain beat them And as you've seen in Europe They're just not good The Italian teams aren't good Napoli was horrendous against Arsenal
1: They were bad against Arsenal I feel like they're a bad
0: team in general I
1: saw them play City last year They were a very good team They were very threatening in that game last year I mean, and I don't think losing Jorginho makes you that much of a decline. Yeah. But I just, in my opinion, again, it's my opinion. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've never really enjoyed the Spanish league. I think is what it comes down to. I've you, never you found anything enjoy about.
0: You are the, the egg and I am, I am the penis.
1: <laughs>
0: that's There's the no power dynamic back right, right here. That. No <laughs> back that. And that's where we should end that. Um <laughs> But we should get into the soccer. Um, I don't know, Jimmy. We released a bonus episode with who kicked the corner flag. A lot of fun with those guys. Yes. We talked about Arsenal and Crystal well, Palace. Well, you promised.
1: There. You promised a take. We didn't talk about it. You oh, said yeah. I'm gonna get into that on our episode. All right. Fine. So you have to get into it. All but right. first, before you do that, because mm-hmm. I know where your rant's gonna go in that game, I have a question for you. Yeah. What last weekend was harder to watch? Mustafi defending, or the Arya sex scene?
0: The Arya I, I didn't <laughs> mind the Arya sex scene. Everyone's going. Oh, spoiler alert! If you haven't watched.
1: Well, you uh, we don't need to get into the details. Yeah. That doesn't spoil any plot, really. I
0: didn't mind. I don't mind Macy <laughs> Williams. She's getting it. She's she's of age. People were saying yeah. she's young. I
1: I thought it was hilarious the reaction to that. But just yeah.
0: Well, it is like you watched her grow up on the show, but you know it, that was a long time coming. I saw <laughs> it happening, and I, I was watching it with Brooke, and I said, "They're about to." Get it on. Oh, you
1: know, yeah. It, it was so quite obvious. clear. Yeah. Quite clearly. They have built it up for like three episodes.
0: Gendry is uh, joining the Me Too movement next episode. <laughs> that, that's what's happening. Uh, so do we want to start with Arsenal, Jimmy? Or do we want to quickly go over the other games? I don't know what... You
1: can start with Arsenal. You you, you teased it long enough. <sighs> you right. And I, I believe today's result will only add to your... <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I'll cover both of these games in one because there wasn't um, much of a difference between either one of them. So on Sunday, April 21st, Arsenal had the chance to jump up to third place over Tottenham and basically secure their spot in the top four. And they played at home the Emirates, which has been a fortress for this team, and they lost 3-2 to to Crystal Palace, and it was a crushing defeat. And... It started off just like the game that we saw today against Wolves did, uh, where Arsenal played really well. They had a whole lot more possession than Crystal Palace did, and they just looked like the more threatening team, the better side. And then uh, Crystal Palace get a chance, and the man who I said the only person worse than Rondon last episode, <laughs> I said, Ben Tanque. And, of course, he has to score. Um, but to start this off, the... The scoring play that led up to this was Dinos Mavropanos. And uh, someone who I was really excited for at the beginning of this year. Yes, yeah, so uh, I he, remember. He, we had a whole
1: debate he, when I could not figure out what his name right. was.
0: And he started off um, this year basically a game ago. And uh, didn't play well at all. And then he started versus Crystal Palace since his other Greek friend Socrates I don't know how the fuck to say it. The yeah, whatever. He stinks too. The um, maybe Arsenal fans would get mad that I say Socrates stinks, but he was horrible today. Um, so Mavropanos, he just super lazy. He doesn't look like a player who wants to get into this team. He pulls on the back of someone's jersey to give up the laziest free kick I've ever seen for this first goal. And then they score off of it. Um, and I do believe it was Mustafi actually marking uh, ben Tanké, and he ended up scoring. But um, I neglected the lineup in this game, and that was obviously the biggest problem, I think, from the jump. And that included Carl Jenkinson, who barely ever gets a game, uh, unless it's like a real gimme, and Crystal Palace are not that. They've never been for Arsenal, even at home. Uh, Mohamed Elneny, who is um, a sideways pass merchant. I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> it's literally all the guy does. He is so beyond useless, I don't understand how he's in this team. I don't understand how he plays in the Premier League. Um, Mustafi could be good, could be horrendous. He's He's,
1: better than Virgil van Dijk. Just remember that. Yeah, that was uh, a good tweet (laughs) that you sent me. (laughs) The most ridiculous statement I've ever Mm -hmm. seen. (laughs) Uh,
0: Dinos Mavropanos had a horrible game. And then there was... Uh, so the midfield was Gwenduzi and Nani, which is obviously a big problem for any Premier League yeah, team, right? A lot of
1: great talent and ability right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Gwen, I won't knock Gwenduzi because Guendouzi has been fantastic He's for Arsenal. He's a
1: ours, good so. player, but a, a midfield of Nani and Guendouzi is not creating many chances. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, we were hurt by uh, Socrates not being in the team because he had been one of the better Arsenal players um on this back end of the season. So that one hurt. And, uh, we started a weak lineup, weak defensive lineup. And, um, you know, it it was just from the jump. You felt like this one was going to get ugly and Bentenke opens the scoring. We come back at halftime. Ozil scores a really beautiful, quick goal. Lacazette with a beautiful through ball. Mm -hmm. Ozil does his trademark smash into the ground, chip over the (laughs) goalie. I don't know how the ball bounces like (laughs) that, how that works, but it's beautiful. And just from there, you kind of felt like Arsenal was going to come back and get something from this game. A point would have been the bare minimum. But they couldn't even do that. Because in the 61st minute, Mustafi does something that only Mustafi could do. He is the single most frustrating player I've ever seen wear an Arsenal jersey, even more so than Lichsteiner. Because Lichsteiner, at least, he played a few games and then he just never played again.
1: Yeah, because everyone realized, oh, oh, he's bad. Like,
0: this guy's horrendous. (laughs) And I don't know how people aren't seeing that with Mustafi. Thank God he didn't start today. I mean, it didn't matter. Um, you know, I would have liked to have him in there to be the <laughs> scapegoat at the very least. But I just don't see how he's consistently making the team. I mean, if there's honestly a player in the youth academy that we can call up and start over this guy, I'm all for it. You'd get the fans behind him even more.
1: What if it's Dino Ma- Dino's Ma- Ma- Mar- <laughs> Mar- <laughs> I'm
0: fucking pissed about him, honestly, <laughs> because I thought he was... Him and Rob Holding, I thought, were the future of this team. Well, Rob
1: Holding still is the future. It's Rob just holding unfortunate is, injury.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I think Arsenal would actually be securely in third with Rob Holding in the team, and Hector Bellerin. Um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, by the way, also didn't start this game, and he has been excellent for Arsenal. Uh, real diamond in the rough there. But... Um, I mean, Zaha scores the easiest goal that anyone could ever score. It was literally a backyard soccer yeah. goal where Mustafi just decided that he was going to stop tracking yep. Zaha, and Zaha just ran right by him. It's and, like the goal that I score a lot in yeah, soccer that is, because that no one a, wants to play me. A patented Mike Delo yeah. goal. It's and, being faster.
1: And then Mustafi blames Burn Leno Leno for uh, no reason. We watched this. We watched this replay together no. the other day, trying to figure out why. He, he was—what he wanted Leno to do differently. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like Zaha beat him away from goal where there would be time for Leno to come out. He really left him completely— Yeah, he did. He hung him out to dry. Yeah, hung him out to dry is a good way to put it. I, I don't know what he wanted there.
0: And, I mean, even after that, it felt like Arsenal were probably going to still take a point from this game at the very least. And then Palace get a corner, MacArthur scores. And then after that, I mean, it was kind of just um, lazy from Arsenal. Aubameyang made a great run. Scored uh, a very nice goal to put him back as the joint top scorer. But Aubameyang, literally MIA for the entire game. The guy doesn't get involved. If he doesn't have service, he's completely useless. And I don't want to knock Aubameyang. I've knocked him a ton on this podcast. Uh, Another stat that we saw today was 20 big chances missed. That's the Mm -hmm. most by two, I think, over Callum Wilson um, as the most in the Premier League. And it it shows with this guy. I mean, he doesn't work for the ball. He's anonymous when there's not service to him, where Lacazette is a hustler. He's always back. He's in the midfield winning the ball. And um, the stats are misleading for Aubameyang. I'm pissed off at Arsenal, so I'm going to go at him. And um, I'm disappointed with him this year. It's weird to say that for the joint top scorer, but I've been very disappointed with Aubameyang. The main... Great thing that he's done for this team is the Europa League goal versus um, that League One side, I can't think of it, Renee. René. And then there was also the Tottenham game, the first leg of that mm-hmm. at the Emirates, which was um, a really great moment for him and the team. But other than that, I mean, very lackluster from him. Lacazette, um, we saw it today, and I guess I'll transition into that. <laughs> The guy is a fantastic player, and I love him. And no one wants to score more than him. But he just—he's not world class. And it hurts to say it, but we don't have a guy like Sergio Aguero or Mo Salah. And you might think so because Aubameyang is a joint top scorer, but he's really not that.
1: He doesn't take over a game. No, he doesn't. In that way.
0: And you can't. That, that's
1: the thing, right? Like both the same way I feel about Lacazette and. Um, Obama, and Alec is that more. I think I've said that yeah. five billion times at this point. But neither one of them, and really no one on Arsenal at this time has that ability to just take over a game. No, they don't. In the way that you see Salah, Hazard, Sterling, mm-hmm. um, Mane, Aguero, yeah. like players like that that can just take a game over. You Sonaldo. don't really see that. Sinaldo,
0: yeah, another one. I mean, it's it's a lack of talent in the team. And I I think that's uh, a fair way to put it, because you see a list of great names on paper. You might see high ratings in FIFA. But boy, some of these guys can't play. I mean, you look at the defense, Koscielny, what a player for Arsenal, an Arsenal legend. We, we said that last podcast with uh, our mm-hmm. friends from Who Kicked the Corner Flag. But he's fucking old. He can't play anymore. It's, it's like starting Phil Jagielka, except Koscielny doesn't do anything useful. <laughs> um, I, I love Nacho Montreal. Not a great defender. He brings something to the team, but he's really not the player that you'd like to see starting at left back for your team. Ainsley Maitland-Niles done a great job, and um, he's just yeah, not I elite.
1: Think, I, I think that's a little harsh on Maitland-Niles. Maitland-Niles
0: has been excellent, yeah, but he's not. But he's not like he wouldn't be there if Bellarin wasn't hurt and Lichsteiner didn't fucking stink.
1: I agree, but maybe you found something there with it. I look at him kind of the same way I look at Zinchenko for City. Yeah, Zinchenko would have never had the shot. If Mendy had a clue how to stay on the field, <laughs> but that being said, I think it's at least in my mind mm-hmm. before the season. You, you even in January, remember me going on and on and on about Ben Chilwell. Yeah, I now don't want. C- I want City to sign a left back if they get rid of Mendy or something, but I am okay with the plan of rolling into the season with Zinchenko as the starting left back, yeah. which is baffling to me but he has been so impressive and mm-hmm. not to sidetrack it but i think the same way with maitland niles it's yes they're only in there for because of injury Yeah. but they've impressed and i think they've earned their spot in the team and i would say of all the players in the arsenal back line it's probably he might be one of the more probably socrates and him are the only two who yeah. really deserve to continue to be there yeah, and I and Bellerin too. Obviously, when he returns yeah. from
0: injury, I mean, when Rob Holding and Bellerin and Rob Holding,
1: back, yeah, well, Rob Holding and Bellerin, we both like both of them, and I think having them will make a big difference yeah. when they return.
0: I genuinely think that's the difference between third place and potentially fifth or sixth place for mm-hmm. Arsenal, because Rob Rob Holding is a hell of a player.
1: He really is. It started as a joke, uh, the love of Rob Holding, but he's fucking. But he amazing. really delivered this season when yeah. he was in there.
0: He was great. he was a rock, and um, that was when Socrates wasn 't playing well, but uh, that Arsenal game was extremely disappointing, especially at home. Arsenal, I think, were the better team for large portions of this game, and then they just they just give out. Um, it's so disappointing to see because this team has had multiple chances now at this point to take over top four, mm-hmm. and they keep blowing it yeah. they keep doing it
1: and I, I think today it was more of a beat down.
0: I mean, today it was 3 1 against Wolves. Uh, we were away. We never play well away. Put out a great lineup, literally, exactly what you wanted to see. And then we just got routed. Three goals in the first half. Um, potentially, Burn Leno mistakes. I don't know if that's harsh, but um, I think he could have done a little bit better on maybe two of these goals. But again, it's just like sloppy defending. We get caught on the counterattack so easily. Everyone on the defensive line is so slow. Socrates had a horrible game. He scored a goal at the end off a corner kick, but he was terrible. Uh, Jota walked by him, literally walked by him for the goal on the end of halftime. He did literally the laziest stab you could ever see. (laughs) and uh, It was just a despicable game. Arsenal were so good for the first 27 minutes, much better, had entire possession. I think they had like 80 to 20 possession. Uh, shots on, well, not shots on goal, just shots in general, but they don't have a cold-blooded finisher. I wish it was Lacazette, and I wish it was Aubameyang, but it's not. They don't have a midfielder who's going to run at people. Aaron Ramsey's hurt, and he's leaving. So we need that. Um, I think we are good with defensive midfielders with Jaka and Torreya, two Guendouzi. very, very good players. Gwendozi, yeah, uh, as a substitute.
1: Yeah, I just mean in terms of that position yeah. now, I think. That's we have well covered.
0: We have no wingers, and that's we why. Won. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not that Alex good. Alex Um I see a lot of people don't like Awoobi. I, like I like Awoobi. I like actually. I, I don't actually. have an
1: issue with him. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily Champions League quality player. Um, I don't think he's bad. I think he's a perfectly fine squad player.
0: Yeah, I think he has he a lot of potential. <laughs> he, he, he. Um... He just has something. He's, he's a spark plug, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's almost like a, a shitty Wilfred Zaha in a way. a way yeah, where He like can't finish, but he has the flair to get by people. I don't think he has a great final ball. But I don't mind a Wobi being in the team. I think he actually's has helped um, the past two He games.
1: always gives a good effort, too, of exactly. that. It's, he's a player who you can always count on that.
0: Yeah. Um, but, I mean, this game is pretty straightforward. After the first half, we did fucking nothing. After 27 minutes, we did nothing. I prefer Arsenal to start games terribly like they did at the beginning of the season, then come back the second half and win. And now they play well the first 10 to 20 minutes of a half, and then they completely blow up for the rest of the game.
1: Well, I'm going to transition you out of the Arsenal rant. No,
0: I don't random. want to because what's the excuse? What's the excuse for this team? Well, here's my... Last week they were tired, and what's it this week? You had There's a full no squad.
1: Excuse. The excuse is that they're not that good. That's no, the excuse. And it's not an excuse. It's just the, the hard truth. Yeah. Is they're just not that good. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've said before I've been impressed with what Emery's done. Yeah,
0: this I, is no blame of Emery. It's this not, but I'm gonna
1: say this: he has to get them in the Champions League, whether it's by top four or by Europa League. If he does not do that, that will be a failure on his part because yeah. he has two chances at it. That's true. Coming down to now, he's down to the wire, and he's got two mm-hmm. chances at it. He has to find a way to get there, because. Yeah. I mean, right now I can see a scenario where Chelsea get the four spot and then Chelsea win the Europa League, hmm. which would then get Arsenal in. Yeah. I believe.
0: I don't know if that's the. Scenario. I don't
1: know how if it works the same with the Champions League or not. in may. Yeah. But either way, like it's very possible he could get neither.
0: Yeah. No and
1: and it's it just he needs to get one. Yeah. I mean that. I think that would be a good season. It's funny how it could be a good season or a complete failure hmm. by that th- th- fine of a line. But I really think it is.
0: City are in a similar situation. They could have a complete failure exactly. or It's true season.
1: It's true. And I guess we can transition into that.
0: Well, hold on, Jimmy. Okay. I have Ooh, one last have one thing. One thing. One last thing. Oh, I wanted nice. to end it on this. A text from Uncle Andy.
1: Oh, the best.
0: The truth of the matter is, if you don't have good enough soldiers, you cannot win the war. The Arsenal saga. That's the text from our Uncle Andy.
1: And Spot from on. that, we can move on. Spot on. Um, so... <sighs> Where do you want to go? I'm, we'll in the City because you brought them up. So City this week, starting Saturday and then today, had their two toughest remaining fixtures of the season. At home versus Spurs to complete their three-game series. Mm-hmm. And then away at Old Trafford. I'll start with Saturday. Early morning, I get up. I go get my coffee. I'm sitting there, and I see Phil Foden in the lineup. And automatically, <laughs> I get excited. I say, oh, it's going to be a good day. I would feel the
0: opposite if I was a
1: City Well, the the (laughs) truth is this. Phil Foden would walk into the Arsenal team. Probably, actually. So so when I see him in the lineup, I get very excited. That's not saying I I might be
0: able to walk into this fucking Arsenal team. I'd be the best defender.
1: And he delivered. Thanks to some charity from Sergio Aguero. A beautiful chip ball to the back post from Bernardo. To Aguero, who I think regularly would just head that on frame. Sees Foden at the other end. Heads it to him. Nice easy goal for young Phil. Stockport Iniesta. Puts it in the net. And from then on out, this game was pretty much a dud. Not much else happened. Outside of what I would say was a penalty shout for each team. Bernardo Silva taken down in the box for what looked like a clear penalty. And then a possible handball on Kyle Walker on the other end. Um, the biggest takeaway from this game, outside of seeing Phil Foden start and score his first Premier League goal, which I think will be the first of many, because I really, really rate him. And I don't think it's me being biased. It's just when you see him play, he plays like like David Silva, like Bernardo Silva. He has it's like he he is the English Silva. He's <laughs> the third Silva. It's just the way he moves with the ball. Is something you really don't see from many English players. And if I was English, I'd be very excited for the future they have with all these young players coming through. Yeah. But the other takeaway from the game, my favorite moment outside of this, was when the ball was coming to the sideline and Deli tries to Meg Pep.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was awesome.
1: Fails, and then Pep stands there, opens his legs, and pulls out his arms, like, You want to try again?
0: Yeah.
1: And I that was my favorite moment of the game. Yeah, that was awesome. Um so City got the win. And as we talked about on the Who Kicked the Corner Flag podcast, um, never has a week where two wins two wins have never felt so unfulfilling yeah. as they did in these. But City transitioned from that game to play today against their big rival, the bad, bad neighbors, the mean <laughs> folks, the spoiled ones, the old champions the of England, ones. The, the annoying... Manchester United. Mhm. A team I used to despise. And my my dis by my, the way I feel about them has waned as they've become so just
0: they're just a laughing stock at this point.
1: It's like I I really think I dislike Liverpool now more than I dislike United in a weird way just because we've been battling with them. And whereas United it's just it's no, three points. It's three points, yeah. And specifically three points at Old Trafford. Mm. City have just Dominated when they've gone there. Today was no different. This was an easy game for City. Yeah. First half, no one scores. Beginning early in the second half, Bernardo Silva with another beautiful goal. And I just have to say, and Pep said it after the game, Bernardo Silva is one of the best players in the world. He is. He is so, and he's so. It's so weird because he is. When you see him, there's nothing impressive about him. He's not that fast. He's tiny. Yep. He just doesn't even look like – he does not look like an athlete. Then he gets on the field, and literally no one on the field can take the ball away from him. And he may not have the goals and assists of all of all the other top players, but the influence he has on the game when he's in there is just so impressive to watch in the effort he gives. I've never seen – the only player I can think that's been close is James Milner in terms hmm. of just non-stop running without getting tired, just from the from the first minute through the 90th, nonstop. Glad he was the one to get the goal this game. Then Leroy Sané, someone whom many City fans are baffled that he continues to be on the bench. To the point where I text Michael today and say, I'm really going to miss Sané when he leaves. Um,
0: we'll welcome him with open arms at Arsenal.
1: <laughs> but he comes on, does what he does, scores a goal, puts this one to bed. Uh, the only real threat, United had one chance where Rashford had a chance, and uh, Ederson came out, made a nice save. And then Jesse Lingard missing a tap in at the back post. Doesn't even get anything on it. But outside of that, this was a pretty dominant performance and a rough week for United as they fall 2-0 to city after a 4-0 defeat to Everton. And uh only at the wheel. Uh,
0: not the, looking, not right. looking
1: great. The wheels have come off a
0: yeah. bit. The 4-0 to Everton was... Uh... Quite the shock. It was a treat earlier in the week when I thought that, oh, this is great for Arsenal. And then Arsenal proceeded to blow that. But that game had a Richarlison goal, a Guilfi goal, a ding Dignay. The Dignay. The, the mayor of Whoville scored. The mayor and, of Whoville. And the worst part is they let Theo Walcott score on him. You know that it's a route when Theo Walcott gets a goal. <laughs> and uh, we should mention that Richarlson hit a semi bicycle kick. Yes. So. Um, what's going on with Manchester United, Jimmy? Let's talk about this again for the billionth time this season. Uh, I mean, they were bad under Jose. They were good under Ole at the start, and now they're bad again.
1: Um, I think the way to put it is they are just not good. They just they don't just, have – they're like Arsenal. They, they lack – and the thing is this, and it's – and I wonder, in a way, I wonder if we're all blinded by the fact that they're Man United – Yes. Because everybody still says Oh they still have World class players They got Martial They got Pogba huh.
0: is a world class player They got Rashford like It's world like class player.
1: None of Paul Pogba is I gotta We gotta talk about Paul Pogba And everybody yep. This is all Everyone's talking about You listen to any podcast Anything on YouTube Radio Whatever Whenever they're talking about soccer They're talking about Paul Pogba right now And the thing is There has never been A more perplexing player I don't understand it He should be the maybe the best player in the world, if not right up there, he yeah. really should. The talent is there the size, the athleticism. He can hit goals sometimes that just leave you just in awe. Mm-hmm. He can dribble by anybody, he's strong. Yet, this guy, game after game, and especially in the big games, is completely anonymous. Com- yeah. It's like he's not on the field today. When you play against United and you play against Paul Pogba, World Cup. Champion Highest transfer ever at one point yep. Dwarfed now by I think four transfers But when you see him You expect this impressive player And realistically there was nothing More scary about playing him today He is just I think he needs to move on It's just again one of those Player who needs a move Yeah, He needs to leave It's just never worked for him It didn't work for him when he was a youth doesn't work for him now It's time to move on Take that move to Real Madrid Go join the crappy La Liga oh, callback. God. Uh, and I just think it, it really is time for him to move in seriousness. I just And they need to gut this team. Stop giving contract <laughs> extensions to Chris Smalling and Phil Jones and yeah. Ashley Young and whoever else. Just stop. It's time to move on. You need a complete overhaul. Uh, this really? is not a simple fix.
0: No, it's it's certainly not. And I think Arsenal are in a better situation than them. <laughs> um, so I, I'm looking at the Manchester United lineup, right? And it is the fact that you think, this is Manchester United. They have world-class players. They have people on their bankroll that don't they, make sense. They have,
1: what, the most expensive payroll in the world? Or they, damn they're definitely that close to up it. there,
0: right? So let's go through it. David De Gea, world-class, has not looked like it lately.
1: Yeah. Uh, has his head been turned? Has he? Because the rumors are coming up again of a move to Madrid, which makes no Who sense. Who would want him? Why would Real Madrid want another goalkeeper? Yeah. But it, it's come. It, it's just like... You look at him, and he doesn't look right.
0: No, he doesn't. He's been bad. But, he's been genuinely yeah, bad. Yeah, he's
1: been bad. He was bad again today. I thought he was poor on the Sané goal. He mm-hmm. could have did better. Um, But, again, the world class. Yeah, you don't we'll, debate we'll
0: that. say he's world class. Lindelof, no way. I, I like Lindelof. He's not world class. He, he's
1: though. not world class, no. But Lindelof, I think, is a United-level player. I think on his best, he, he deserves to be in a Champions League club. That's my opinion.
0: See, that's the thing, though. Like, he's not a United-level player. Like, a Virgil van Dijk is someone who would come to mind when you think a United-level player. Samuel Umtidi. Someone like well, that. Well, I don't, someone like, someone like, I don't know merit. if Umtiti
1: is really that much better than
0: him. I don't. <sighs> I don't know. People love Lindelof. I don't get it. I
1: lo- I'm telling you, I, I do think he's impressive. When you watch him play, I think if he had better defenders around him, he, I, I just think he's an impressive I player. I, I think you're being a little harsh on him. That's my opinion. Uh,
0: I mean, I, I don't think he's anything special. But um, Chris Smalling. He's not, a, it's world, bad. he's not even close. He's to bad. Class.
1: He he does not belong. It, Chris Smalling's level. Brighton. West Ham.
0: He's mm-hmm. a West
1: Ham, a Maybe Everton. Not even. I, no, but that's where I look at, like, because of the thing is he does have that. When I think of West Ham and Everton, a lot of times their players are players who have a <laughs> bigger name than playing ability. Yeah. Like Theo Walcott. Like, you're telling me if you saw Chris Smalling lining up for Everton, it wouldn't just seem right?
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ashley Young. Belongs Ashley. in the championship. Sunderland. Ashley Young somewhere. League I won. don't know where he belongs. Luton Town. I just... Shout out Luton Town. You need Ashley Young. They probably reject him there. <laughs> but yet he plays for Manchester United. And not only that, yep. he was the captain today. He's yeah. been the captain.
1: He is their captain. He is their captain.
0: I mean, I guess he tries he hard. Try, he does try really <laughs> hard. I'll give him that. He I tries that's really good. hard. Luke Shaw has the potential. But, but he's not yet.
1: Here's the thing. Luke Shaw's had the potential for five years. <laughs> that's very true. He, he also has the potential to eat 12 donuts in one sitting. Yeah, oh. That's like that's it, he Luke Shaw has never looked like he's in shape. His whole career he's never looked like he's in shape. That uh, it, it's like it's been the knock. Every single manager who's basically been there has like mm-hmm. had a blow up with Luke Shaw at one point about his weight. <laughs> like he's just it's just he clearly it's like at some point you're not going to live up to that potential.
0: Uh Mateo Darmian I mean, just like a very average, get him out, ship player. him out. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how he plays for United. Paul Pogba, world class player, no debate there no from debate. us. No debate, hundred percent different player when he plays for France. Yep, a hundred percent better player when he plays for France. Mm-hmm. When he plays for Manchester United, he's not very good. He's a penalty merchant. Yep, there's no other way to put it. You get flashes of brilliance from Pogba when the whole team is playing well, but. Uh, he he's not someone who's going to carry your team. He doesn't have the justification for the price tag yep. that they've given him, and he's, he's proven time and time again that he's, he's not working. He's clearly
1: it. not a. He can't be the alpha dog. No. I think that's he's got the alpha dog personality off the field.
0: Yes, he does. on the
1: field he doesn't.
0: He has a little bit of uh, the mezzosil in him, where he came from a great team. Mm-hmm. And yep. he was a stud there. Yep. He's
1: he always performed with the national team. Yep. He is. That's actually a very good comparison in he, terms of like don't the same wanna, story.
0: I don't want to call Paul Pogba an accessory player, a luxury player, a luxury player. Um, but I kind of think that's what he looks like at this point.
1: I think he just he needs he like I said he can't he's he may be an alpha off the field on the field he's just he needs that dominant he need dominant players around him yeah. to bring up his level. Yeah. Like he has with France. And like he had with Juventus.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we have Andres Pereira, who is a young prospect, mm-hmm. who looks very Talent, good. Talent. Talented player. Uh, Fred is not world-class. Fred is...
1: Thank, Fred, I think of Fred like Jorginho. Thank God these teams decided <laughs> they wanted to outspend City to get these players. Because you saved us. You may have helped us win the league by not letting these bums
0: yeah. come to our team. Here's an interesting one. Marcus Rashford. You don't like Marcus Rashford, right? If I remember...
1: It's not that I don't like Marcus Rashford. He is a talented young player. But no player has gotten overhyped more than Marcus Rashford. He is
0: a Manchester United kid. That's the I mean.
1: thing is he is a he's a good player. That's all he's been. He has a great talent. Yep. And he's a good player.
0: Yeah, I guess if I'm not going to call Martial world class, I'm not going to call him. He, he is definitely world not world class. Yes, no. Uh I think he has he's a good sub for Manchester United. Rashford yeah, I don't think yeah. he he's He can even be, supposedly... a fine,
1: he can be a fine starter.
0: But he can't be the star of team. He can't be team. your star
1: of your team. He is not the strike. You don't win the league yeah. right now with him as your starting striker, no, I don't think. No Unless you're going two strikers. Like I just don't think he scores enough goals, no. and he's not consistent enough to win you the league. Yeah,
0: and then we have Jesse Lingard, who's not good. I'm not going to give any credit Bad. to Jesse Lingard. I don't think he's a very good player at Bad. all. Uh, Juan Mata... In his heyday. He's day. gone. In his heyday. And he's day. leaving.
1: He's out. Out the door. Same Matic in his heyday. Matic. Matic is past it. He is bad. Yeah. He was very bad against Sergio everybody. Romero.
0: We're not even going to yeah. comment Don't on even. that. Don't uh, even. Diego. Diogo. Diego Dalat. Oh, I like Diogo. Cousin. I like him. I actually like <laughs> this guy when I see him play. <laughs> he, he's talented. He like, is. He's, he's a talented. prospect. Yep. Martial. Not worth. it.
1: Martial process. is a strange player.
0: People love Martial. He's not that good. I he know. is very good, right? So, United Marty fans might get mad when yeah. I say that he's not very good. But he's not like, what's so special about him?
1: Martial is, he is, Wilfred Zaha. He <laughs> is Alex Iwobi. He has the flair and the moments of brilliance. Yeah. But in general, talk about inconsistent.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: no consistency. I still see people tweet like videos of Martial and be like, better than Sané and Mane.
0: It's like... Are you out of your mind? Not even uh, on the same plane. He's
1: not, not at all. No, not even close.
0: Um, Lukaku.
1: one. I saved this one. one. He, I saved he, this one. Oh, he's not world class. So he is out of his depth.
0: He is, but he isn't. Right? He's out of his depth at this level,
1: huh. and it's weird because when you watched him in the World Cup, there was moments
0: where he looks unstoppable. Where he
1: looks incredible. Yeah, but at the end of he is just. Again, I look at it... This is my thing. If you're United, your goal should always be to win the league. Yep. You will not win the league with Romelu Lukaku as your starting striker.
0: See, that's a tough one for me. Like, he, I don't... You know I don't like Lukaku. Yeah. And I, I think he, he plays very well against a smaller team. He's mm-hmm. he's a slightly better Higuain. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to call him world-class either. When Why I think not? of world-class, I think of someone like Sergio Aguero, who you Harry know Kane. when they touch the ball, they're going to finish. Yeah. And... Lacazette doesn't have it at Aubameyang. That's what I was just going to say. Have it.
1: He's kind of in the
0: Lacazette Aubameyang
1: level of like very good, and is consistently put up numbers. Yep. But he just leaves something to be desired.
0: Agreed. I think that's a good way to put it. And then my last one. Do you know who it is, Jimmy? The former Arsenal man. Former Arsenal man, Alexis oh. Sanchez. Uh, I thought first of all you skipped wah, Phil Jones, wah, wah.
1: which I was going to no, say. He wasn't Phil on this Jones. lineup. World-class.
0: World-class. Phil Jones, no contest. World-class. Best defender in the world. Uh, Alexis Sanchez.
1: Alexis Sanchez is... Bad. Not bad.
0: Doesn't even deserve to play.
1: He does not deserve to be mentioned. (laughs) He is completely irrelevant. I'm so happy. He, He really is. I'm so surprised by this. Yeah. Because when he was... I mean, the man had a city contract signed at one point before that was called off. Mm-hmm. Then in the following window went to United. I was worried when he went to United. I was like, oh, my God, they got Sanchez because he was always kind of a bit of um, a prima donna in some ways. But he yep. was when he was on his game, he Top was
0: three player. in the Premier incredible. League. Incredible. He was probably the, maybe the second third best player in the Premier League last year. I mean not he was two, years ago, up two there. years ago Yeah, 2 years, two years ago Carson. Yeah. Um and he, he was just
1: great. he's completely irrelevant now. <laughs> he barely makes a team. He never starts. Mm-hmm. And when he's on the field, he does nothing. He looks sluggish. Mm-hmm. He looks slow. He looks And it is weird to say out of shape for someone who's so cut up and clearly well in shape but like out of shape in terms of just just not at it. Yeah. Like he's sluggish. He's just it's just weird. He's a bum. He it, The weirdest thing I've ever seen has been the decline of Alexi Sanchez.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm happy about it, quite frankly. I mean,
1: rightfully so. I mean, he the way he left he Arsenal us. was, yeah, it was not uh, the best.
0: It was not an amicable least. split. Um, but Manchester United, a lot of problems to work out there. And I mean, sure, people might be saying, uh, who am I to speak? because I'm an Arsenal fan. And, I mean, you could do the same thing looking at this lineup, really. I mean, who's a world-class player on this lineup that you think could get into the City team? I mean, there really isn't one, right?
1: Um, what, the Arsenal lineup? <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, Lucas Torreya, I think, would be a hell of a player on any team. Yeah. Um. But I don't, I don't yeah, see any I mean, of these guys, really.
1: If we want to take this moment and say it, I just think it, and I said this before, and now it looks stupid for me because City are knocked out of the Champions League, but I will stand by it. I do believe Liverpool and City are the best two teams in Europe this yeah. year. Um, the fact that this title race has gone to this point. It's the incredible. The fact that Liverpool may lose the league with one loss.
0: So sad. It, it just, it's just so sad. I don't find it sad,
1: but it's it just show, it's a testament to how good both of these teams are. Yeah. And I just think if you look at them top to bottom talent-wise, they're really impressive. Mm-hmm. And if I'm any other team... In the Premier League, specifically if I'm um, Spurs, because I think they're the only ones that within a transfer window could maybe get to the level of compete. If They yeah. hang on to their players and bring some, spend some decent amount of money. I don't think Chelsea, Arsenal, United are at the level where they really can get there.
0: Definitely um, not Chelsea with transfers. Yeah,
1: and, and just Arsenal and United have too much dead weight. I think it's going to take some time to get rid of. Um, I would just be very scared to see who these teams bring in. Because I think Liverpool is going to bring in a playmaker, creative mm-hmm. midfielder. I think City are going to bring in a more defensive style midfielder, and and maybe a new Tan striker. Guy. And maybe yeah, maybe Tan Guy, <laughs> and maybe a new striker at City as well as a our friend. Gabby Jesus. Gabby Jesus <laughs> um, was on your list of most missed chances, and the worst part was of the list. He was far and away the player with the least amount of goals. Seven goals,
0: 17 missed chances. Big missed chances. He's
1: had a rough year. I I think I feel bad criticizing him just because of his face. He has such a face of like a sad puppy. I want to
0: slug him. (laughs) I literally want to slug Gabby uh, (laughs) Gabby Sanchez. Yeah, Alexis Sanchez and Gabby Jesus. But
1: he just, the man lives off sides. I said before he does I don't think he knows what the rule is. <laughs> he he lives there. He loves blowing chances. Mm-hmm. Um I do it's just these these teams are, they're just so impressive. Yeah. It's been such a great title race.
0: Yeah. Um but we should talk about some other teams quickly yes. before we get into Can we talk uh,
1: about the other team blowing their chance for top four? The third team to join United in <laughs> Chelsea in Arsenal in Finding a way to not get top four
0: is Chelsea. Yeah, thank you, Chelsea. Uh, are we talking about Burnley versus We're talking Chelsea? about Burnley versus so, Chelsea. A 2-2 draw, a goal from Jeff Hendrick in the yes. eighth minute, followed by an Ngolo Conte goal, followed by a Higuain goal, yes. playing just at his level. Yep. And the best part about that goal, Jimmy, was the celebration. Yes, because he proceeded to run to the crowd. Yes, he did. And motorboat yes. someone. Yes, he did. Who is that woman? Who is I the woman? But that impression?
1: was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while.
0: He motorboated after he scored. <laughs> um, I mean, is there anything more Higuain? <laughs> I mean, if he just like drank some of like her soda and ate like a powdered donut or a pie or something, it would have been like the most on-brand thing you've ever seen. But. The bad man. The mean man. <laughs> Ashley He's Bynes, been away
1: for a while, but he came back.
0: And he brought Burnley back, and he scored a goal in the 24th minute. And then after that, no goals. Everything happened in the first half, and then there was not much. Chelsea couldn't pull through. At the end, there was a big blowout. Sarri got uh, sent away by the referee. Yep. Rudiger came off the bench and was trying to get in fights with people. <laughs> um, Chelsea are our team. That I've said it before and I'll say it again They are In store for a rude awakening next season They're going to have a very bad year They're not going to be able to bring anyone in via transfer They're going to lose Hazard And I think that team is destined for trouble So they better hope that they make the Europa League They better hope that they don't get into the Champions League Because they might not make it out of the group stage
1: Well, my question is Did you see the chant from uh, Mauricio Sari Called by the Burnley fans a shit Italian. <laughs> and they're right. They're
0: right. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, and then another game that I wanted to talk about was Spurs. It was actually the Burnley
1: staff. My correction. just oh, By the Burnley the staff. The Burnley staff. Declare, okay.
0: Yeah, That's a nasty little staff. <laughs> That's so Burnley, though. It, it, very Burnley. Burnley are just a bunch of hardos. Uh, Spurs won Brighton nil. Brighton continue to shoot themselves in the foot. Why can't this team do anything right, Jimmy? Why can't they do anything right? All I want is for them to stay up, and they can't do anything right. They defended for their lives for 88 minutes. They didn't even try to play the ball in the other half of the field. Literally did not even touch it in the other half of the field, it felt like, for long periods of time. And then Christian Erikson buried them. Yeah. Um, Bad. Th- are they Are they going down? I think... I don't Uh, think they are. I really think they they might have
1: just done enough. But it's getting squeaky butt cheek time.
0: Squeaky bum time. (laughs) Yeah, Cardiff, um, I mean, they're only three points behind at this point, but they have a negative 35 goal differential compared to a negative 22. And, I mean, Cardiff seem more likely to stay up right now, I think.
1: They have a big game with Fulham this week. They need to win. Fulham, by the way. I love Fulham that all they needed was to get relegated to finally decide to stop winning games.
0: Yep. They can't wait to go down to the championship. (laughs) Um, I'm just so disappointed with Brighton. And I almost tweeted today, well, at least I have Brighton to root for. But then I realized that they're probably going to get relegated.
1: I think they'll survive. I do think Cardiff will go down. um, But Brighton, uh, a flame that burns so bright. (laughs)
0: has faded so quickly yep all the teams that I love in one week basically (laughs) did not do much um and then maybe the last game that I wanted to really talk about quickly was Southampton and Watford yes and that was because the Hassan huddle just keeps doing it he keeps getting points
1: well he didn't do it against Newcastle I'll say that much yeah well that's why
0: I didn't want to talk about that (laughs) one but Shane Long scores the fastest goal in Premier League history and Six or seven seconds, seven i seconds. see seen conflicting reports, but he gets one off a mistake, scores quickly, and uh, usually a Shane Long goal uh, calls for an automatic deduction of three points from whichever team he <laughs> scores against. But Shane Long scores in the first, Andre Gray scores for Watford in the 90s. Yes, this is like, I love the, it's poetic. It really is. We could have skipped uh, 89 other minutes, yeah. and we would have had the result. But Southampton, what a team, the ass and huddle manager of the second half of the season. What a man. Was there any other games that you wanted to talk about before we move on, Jimmy?
1: No, I think that really covers most of it. I mean, at this point, everything's pretty much kind of shaking out where you figure it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really not much going on with it. I will say very impressed with a Perez for his hat trick against Southampton. And, uh, Rafa just gets the job done like he does. does. One of the best managers I will stand by in the world and just constantly underappreciate it.
0: Well, from this, Jimmy, we should move on to the Champions League. Mm -hmm. We've talked about the Champions League a lot. We've given who we think is going to go through. But on Tuesday, April 30th, we come back with Tottenham versus Ajax. And I need you to pick a winner for that Singular game, Jimmy. Not the two legs, but the singular game.
1: This is in Ajax, correct?
0: Uh, I think this is actually at Spurs. Let me can you, double check. Can
1: you give me that information.
0: Please? This is at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium.
1: Okay. Well, I've said before, I've made it clear who I think is going through. Yep. I am going to say that Spurs win this game 2-1. to one. They do give up an away goal, but I believe they win. Lucas Moura, and Victor Wanyama.
0: What the fuck? Why? (laughs) Why would that be your prediction? Don't know. Uh, It's just what's in my head. I got a 1-1 draw here. I got a Tadic goal for Ajax in the 62nd minute. And if that comes true, I don't even know what I want. And uh, I have a Sonaldo goal earlier in the game. But I think that's going to be a draw. I think Ajax are going through. Uh, Then we have on Wednesday, we have Barcelona versus Liverpool at the Camp Nou. What do you got, Jimmy?
1: I have a 2-1 Liverpool win. Mm. Two away goals, and this will be the reason Liverpool will find themselves in the Champions League final.
0: I'm going to go the opposite way, 2-1 Barca. I think at the Camp Nou, Barca will do it. But I think at Liverpool, they might have some trouble. Um, and from there, Jimmy, if you don't want to talk anymore about the Champions League, I want to talk about the Europa League. Oh, the big competition. The best league the best in league the, the world. world. The only one that matters. Arsenal's only ticket, it's looking like, into the top four. And that comes back on Thursday, May 2nd. Arsenal at home versus Valencia. Who do you have, Jimmy?
1: Well, I know you're going to pick Valencia because yeah. you think so highly of La Liga. But <laughs> I am going to go Arsenal 3-1. to one.
0: Mm, I'll go 2-0 Arsenal. For some reason, we defend in the Europa League, and we can't do that <laughs> in the Premier League. And then the next game is Chelsea versus who, Jimmy? Who's I, I truck, Frankfurt. Ew, why?
1: A battle. I'm actually, I am excited for this game. I want to be able to see this game. I really hope I can see it. Yeah. I want to see Jovic, see if he lives up to the hype. Yeah. But in the end, I have Chelsea winning the Europa League. So I Fuck believe you. Chelsea will
0: win this game. Since when? 2-1. Since when do you have Since Chelsea right winning the Europa League? right now. Oh, you're a nasty little Mainly just
1: because I, after seeing the last couple of displays from Arsenal, I find it hard to think they could defend against Well,
0: anyone. I mean, Chelsea, Chelsea don't look... Much better. They no, Chelsea. It, right? Chelsea
1: are a weird team. There are some games where Chelsea do look good. Yeah. That's the issue. So, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna go two one Chelsea, away. Uh,
0: I'll go one one here too. I just think this is gonna be a draw. I think Frankfurt's a decent team. I don't do know you, too much about.
1: With, that. Can I say one thing with this? So in the Europa League, Chelsea have started Olivier Giroud pretty much all Smart. season. He is the second. Ti- actually, he's tied mm-hmm. with Leo Messi. For the most goals in Europe this season, he's a very good player. Why did they not play him in the league ever?
0: Because they're dumb. Like
1: literally never.
0: Because sorry, is a bad coach.
1: Fair, all oh, fair. fair. Shit, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Why did they say. buy
0: Gonzalo Higuain just because he was friends with sorry? <laughs> I think that's <laughs> actually the reason. <laughs> he's just his fucking buddy, so he wanted to bring him in. He's like, yeah, well, just buy him for like eighty mil. This guy's being mean guy. to me. Let me <laughs> bring my friend. <laughs> oh man! From there, Jimmy, we're back to the Premier League, and we're gonna give our predictions. But after that, we're gonna talk a little bit of Game of Thrones. Maybe what yes. two minutes?
1: Yeah, just a, a quick. We'll, we'll give a, Michael's gonna give us a warning. Yeah, and we will uh, we'll talk it briefly.
0: You'll know when it's coming. Yeah. Uh, so Friday we come back with Liverpool versus Huddersfield, top of the table versus bottom of the table. So bottom of the table it hurts. At three p.m. on Friday,
1: three nil two Liverpool.
0: Five nothing Liverpool. This is gonna be a route.
1: If Huddersfield get anything out of this game, <laughs> Liverpool will have deserved to not win the league. That's that, that is point.
0: very fair. Uh, and then Saturday we go Spurs West Ham at seven thirty a.m.
1: I am gonna go West Ham two to one.
0: Hmm. It's just so
1: West Ham. They've been on such a bad run, and they. I just feel like they'll show up for this game. And they. They have. And when I say a bad run, their last game they won. Um and uh. Uh, Antonio looking very good right now. Yeah. So I, I just I'm going to go West Ham,
0: 2-1. I think you might be right, Jimmy. I'm going to go 2-1 as well because I think Tottenham might be resting people for the Champions League on Tuesday. So I'm going to pick West Ham here, and that's going to be big for Arsenal. And then we have Crystal Palace at home versus Everton. <sighs>
1: I am going to go 2-2. Two, two.
0: Yeah, I was also going to go 2-2 two, two here. Not to copy you two times in a row, but 2-2. Two, two. Then we have Fulham versus Cardiff. Huge oh, game for Cardiff. This is tough. I am gonna
1: go a one-one draw, and I think this will secure safety for Brighton.
0: I'm gonna go two-one Cardiff here. I think Cardiff get the win. Unfortunately, um, you know, I did want to see Cardiff stay up earlier, but not at the expense of Brighton. Uh, Southampton at home versus Bournemouth. Two-two. No way. 3-1 Southampton. The Hassan Huddle don't lose, Jimmy. He don't lose. Then we have Watford and Wolves, the battle of the similar logos. Um,
1: this is a battle for the Europa League. Yeah. Um, and I am going to go with the Wolves, a, a rematch of the FA Cup semifinal. I think Wolves win it this time. I am going go to go 3-2 to Wolves.
0: I'll go 2-0 Wolves. Fuck you, Wolves. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've taken four points. No, five five points off Arsenal because they <laughs> drew Arsenal and then they beat them. Uh, I digress. And then we have Brighton at home versus Newcastle. Very winnable game for Brighton, you would think.
1: I'm going to go Newcastle 2-0. Aoz Perez continues his hot streak. And Solomon Rondon scores a goal.
0: Impossible. Just to really no just way. To
1: stick that dagger in there for Brighton.
0: Brighton have been bad. They haven't been that bad. <laughs> they don't have a Mustafi playing in their back line. They no, they have a team like, full of them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll go 2-0 Brighton. Okay. A Glenn Murray brace to secure safety. And then on Sunday, we have Leicester versus Arsenal at 7 a.m., a game that I'll probably stay in bed for because I know what's going to happen.
1: I'd be worried about this game if I was I'm worried about
0: every game because they fucking suck. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal, but I'm
1: unsure that they, they can actually win this one.
0: I think for the first time ever, I'm going to pick Arsenal to maybe drop points here. Because I wanted to pick Wolves last time we did the podcast yeah. because I genuinely thought Wolves um, would beat them. Or at least draw them. I think Wolves are a better team than Arsenal, by the way. Like Man for man, they might actually be a better team. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so sad. 2-2 uh, two, two. I don't want to say it but 2-2 two, two. I'm just so low on Arsenal right now I, don't, I honestly don't even want to get out of bed for that game Then we have Burnley at home Versus Manchester City Burnley at the turf Moor is a tough place To play Jimmy Can Manchester City do it This I, is the hurdle
1: I'm going to go 2-1 City A very
0: hard fought
1: 3 points
0: Oh, man. I don't want to pick Burnley to win. I don't want to pick them to draw either. But something inside me is yelling 1-1. And I hate to break it to you, Jimmy, and I don't want to do this, but I'm going to stick with 1-1. And for your sake, I hope it doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to lie. This is a, this is a tough yeah. a tough one. The, this is like this game, I, I'm going 2-1 because I think it's going to be close too. These are the games where either City are going to drop points or they're going to smash them. I know I went 2-1, which is not going in line with that, really. But if you told me that this game is 0-0 in the 60th minute and ends 4-0 City, Uh, I would completely say, yeah, I could see that.
0: And then we have the big one of the weekend, which is Manchester United versus Chelsea. Uh, a huge top four yes. decider.
1: We can see who who wants to not finish top four more Yeah, as they try and kick it into their own net.
0: Yep. Who do you think, Jimmy? Who do you think's going to come out on top?
1: I'm going to go Chelsea 2-1. Uh, at Old Trafford, though? Well, we saw what playing at Old Trafford did for United today.
0: <laughs> I'll go 2-1 the opposite way to Man U. Come on, United. Glory, glory, Man United. We need you so badly. But only if Arsenal get a win before this, we need you. Um, Because if not, I could care less what happens. Uh, I think actually a tie would be good too. But I think United might take three points from this. And uh, Jimmy, I think from there, we should hit them with the plugs. yes. And then we should also go into the little Game of Thrones. All right. So as always, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram
1: at Mostly. I think we've been slacking on the Instagram lately. we got to step that game up. Yep. We are far more Twitter people.
0: Yeah, I tweet a lot. Yeah.
1: Michael handles most of the tweets, and including the ones where he throws me under the bus and tries to hide it so I don't see it. No, there's I, no hiding. But I see anything. everything. Um, and you can also email us, mostlysoccershow at gmail.com. Please, as always, leave us a five-star review if you can on Apple Podcasts. helps us reach more people, find more listeners, including some awesome podcasts that we've become what i'll call podcast friends with mm. and we've got to have them on and be on their podcast and it's been a lot of fun so we're really enjoying the uh, community feel so please do leave us those reviews you can find and listen to the show pretty much on any podcast platform which if you're listening to this right now you already know that um so Smart. michael
0: is it that time it's the time where we're going to get into the game of thrones mini segment maybe this episode won't be as intense as the next one But, Jimmy, I need to do this so no one who hasn't seen the show listens past this point. If you're passively listening at work, here is your warning, 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 (laughs) warning. Spoilers are coming. Spoilers are coming. Stop what you're doing if you haven't watched Game of Thrones and turn off the podcast. I think we're safe. I
1: think we're safe now. Warning.
0: Do you know who's not safe? Everyone. Everyone at Winterfell. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Jimmy. Crazy episodes of Game of Thrones. Yes. The second one in particular. Winter is here.
1: One of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones. It was awesome. Overall, I love that episode. I always love in movies, TV shows, books, the pre-battle, the, mm-hmm. the night of where everyone, you know, you're gathering, you're talking, you're having your, you know, this could be our final chance to talk moment. They crushed it. Yeah, they did. The acting, the writing, everything. I loved it I was so into that episode I am so hyped for this week Um, I am so ready I'm, I'm excited to see City win the title I'm excited to see the good guys beat the White Walkers yeah, I, I could just you put Jurgen Klopp glasses on the Night King, and that's how oh, I feel. That's your wet dream. Yes, that's that's your egg, yeah, that's to, the <laughs> egg.
0: You want to see Jon Snow kill the Night King like that? Penis yes. squash. The well, egg.
1: quite frankly, I want to see Grey Worm do it because Grey Worm. We haven't talked about it on this podcast. Grey Worm is Fernandinho.
0: Dead as a doornail. Dead,
1: he is dead as a doornail, <laughs> but he is Fernandinho. Dead ringer. For yeah, he is. He
0: does look a lot like him. Um gray worm is one hundred billion percent dead the way he said goodbye to his girlfriend whose name is escaping me miss sandy yeah uh miss miss andy (laughs) which (laughs) is southern (laughs) miss Andy. she uh she might survive but gray worm is gonna be one of the first people we see die
1: yeah dead worm
0: dead worm sad to say
1: uh theon he's going with him i think I love ah. Dion. Uh, Dion may be one of my favorite characters in the show.
0: Really? Uh, preceded one
1: of my favorite moments I've had watching it. Watching the show with a friend of ours, Slip. Yeah. I always watch with him because he doesn't have HBO. So watching the show. Of course. And uh, a moment when Dion pushed that girl off the tower when he was breaking Sansa out of Winterfell yep. when Ramsey was there. I jumped up and screamed, King Reek, oh. first of his name. <laughs>
0: King Reek.
1: Uh so I am all in on the aka Reek. I think he's on. But gone. I think he's going to die. Yeah. He and needs
0: a heroic death.
1: Cuz his arc's done, right? His arc he, I think he, is done. He he was fine, he became bad, he redeemed himself, lost some pieces of himself along the way. Um but he's redeemed himself. I'm going to be sad to see him go, but I think he's
0: going what about the? Who's your favorite character on the show? If you had to pick one,
1: I I, I thought it this the other day. I don't know if I can.
0: So so like I'll, I think Jon Snow is well, like everyone. Here's favorite. the thing,
1: every you you have the big characters, right? Everybody yeah. loves the big characters, like Tyrion. How can you not love Tyrion? Yeah. But I think my favorite character, generally, is Jamie Lannister. Is my favorite character. That's a good shout. because he he's had the story, the arc, the development. Jamie nighting Brienne was one of the saddest, most like beautiful moments I've seen in a show. Um, Love Jamie Lannister I don't think he's going to die this episode um, My question Because I think this is what you were fishing for Is Tormund Is Tormund your guy or is the Hound The Hound is your guy The Hound
0: is my guy You already know that the Hound has been my favorite character Ever since him and Arya got together Which was perhaps the best duo uh, In television history In my opinion uh, I'm going to be extremely sad if the Hound dies But I don't think he's going to because the Clegane Bowl has Clegane to happen, Bowl right? has to happen, right? I mean, I don't... The way that they met last was the end of Season 7 when he said, Brother, you know what's coming for you. You've always known. Yeah. They, they can't kill off the Hound. And it doesn't seem like he's been involved so much now yeah. where he's going to die. Yeah. And I don't think he's above running away. If shit oh, no. Happened. He's not at this point. <laughs> We've, he's not. All in... for one and one for yeah.
1: all. But... Is Tormund Tormund's a big one For a lot of people Are we losing Tormund
0: I think Tormund Probably goes He he should have died On the wall I thought he was dead On the wall At the end of He had to get seven. back To the big woman Yeah And that's been That's been like A super funny storyline But I think um, Maybe the both of them Will die Brienne's gonna be Basically leading the charge It looked like
1: I know I'm worried about Brienne Love Brienne I think she really might live. It I'd seems be like sad she... to see her go. But if she goes, she goes out as a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. It's almost set up too perfectly for her not to die.
1: It's going to be good. Regardless,
0: yeah. it's going to be good. I need Jon Snow to live, though. I can't have Jon Snow die.
1: Here's a serious question for you. How do you see the show ending?
0: I don't think um, the White Walkers are going to win. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's too early in yep. the season. This is the longest one. I think after this episode, we're going to be uh, a a battle between the North and the South. I think they might defeat the White Walkers Mm -hmm. or they're going to severely hurt them. And then it's going to go Cersei's going to be attacking them after they fight the White Walkers. Who
1: wins? What's the ending?
0: I think it has to be the Starks. For some reason, I I don't know why, I see Sansa. Sansa! Sansa doing something. Something crazy. (laughs) Like her and Daenerys have something. Da- 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 Daenerys. 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 Yeah, whatever. Daenerys. Uh, I like
1: that better almost. I think you should isn't have.
0: Isn't it a da- Daenerys? Daenerys. Yeah. Uh, I'd say, I say Dignes. I say da- Yeah, you say every name wrong. <laughs> um, I see something crazy happening with them. Like, like a little finger moment from Sansa. Ooh. Ooh. Who's going to sit on the Iron Throne though? I mean, I think it has to be. But it can't be Jon Snow. I don't understand.
1: I'll tell you what's gonna
0: happen. Who's gonna Who's gonna sit on the Iron Throne? Here's
1: my theory. Nobody. You know why? There's no more Iron Throne because Seven Kingdoms are splitting back up. Seven Perhaps. separate
0: kingdoms. Perhaps. That's my guess. That is a good theory. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I had to choose someone, I'd obviously want Jon Snow to go. Ghost know. of Ned Stark Aside from the Hound. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just Ned Stark's head sits on the Iron <laughs> Throne, but. I think uh, Daenerys is going to become a character that has to die and I think Jon Snow is going to sit on the throne hopefully. So hopefully it's a Stark. I just King don't Reek. want the Stark. King, to die. Reek. King Reek. First of his name. I think he's a goner. But How dare you. Was that enough for
1: this Jimmy? I think that's enough. I think we uh we've substantially covered that. Yeah.
0: I think next episode is gonna be a lot of yeah. talking. There points.
1: may be a lot of tears on the podcast next yeah, week for if, multiple reasons.
0: If some of the characters I love go, I will be devastated. I've been I've had this Jon Snow pop figure and I hold it with me whenever I watch the show <laughs> because I can't afford to have Jon Snow die. Well I'll I think say, we should leave it we'll on.
1: We'll leave maybe. it there. I'll say this Michael Rise as a knight of the seven kingdoms. <laughs>